Bonito. Ladies and gentlemen, we are tonight. We are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. And this is the main event of the evening. Please welcome your host for today. Jason is here. Dude, I, I swear to God, I'm not as big an asshole as it sounds like. Troy is here. Hey, I call them like I see them, all right? And Taz is here. I mean, Sal is here. Look at it this way. It's the first thing we've done together as a team. I grab my dick, you grab your dick. You work my arm, I work your arm. Same time. Same time. It's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks. Each other's dicks anyway. I'm touching my dick. You're working it, and I'm loving it. Well, enough is enough, and it's time for the rundown. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the intentionally offensive wrestling podcast, The Rundown Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Troy. With me this week, as always, Jason is here. Two nights in a row, still rock hard. Let's let's do this shit. Right. Before we introduce the rest of our hosts, though, Jason has a little something to talk about on what's currently occurring over on YouTube. Yeah, if you're joining us on YouTube, you can uh, look over on the right-hand side of the screen. You'll see a little box that says chat. You can slide your pants off, slide up in there. It's sort of like sliding into the show's DMs, but with less chance of herpes. We call it the Smathers Lounge. You can share your opinions, thoughts. Tell us to go fuck yourselves. Whatever you say, we're going to read it on the show. So contribute to the conversation, and we'll like to hear from you. That's right. Joining me and Jason this week, though, we hired him to get to that lucrative leprechaun audience. Ginger's here. <laughs> Love my leprechauns. What's going on, you teabag lovers? <clears throat> so, does that, are you calling them? Are you saying because you're a teabag and they love you, or no, no, teabag lovers? Uh, well, who doesn't love a little tea? He's saying that he wants to teabag our audience, or he wants our audience to teabag us. It's not. It's unclear at this point. Like I'll cam- take one for. The, I'll take one for the team. I'm the <laughs> new guy. <laughs> little, little, little chamomile action, or <laughs> I like tea tree. A nice a nice earl gray. <laughs> and we're not done because we hired him to get that Latino audience. Sal is here. What's up, bitches? See, that's why I shave my beard so that we don't have a bunch of Latinos on this program. I thought we hired him, I thought we hired him to get the former ECW championship demographic. Yeah, we, we, we discovered that most of those people can't actually like spell. Or use phones. So I was going to say, or use a computer. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've got a lot to talk about in this mediocre week in wrestling. But first, it's time to talk about something that is not mediocre at all. We're talking about tits, ass, vaginas, boobs, and everyone's dick being out for it. Because we've got to talk about our matchups in the hottest female talent tournament. So, last Thursday, while we were recording the show... Our first matchup, Zelina Vega versus Paige, dropped. And before we get into the numbers... A couple votes. Couple votes. Couple votes. Couple votes. But before we get into uh, to what those couple votes wound up adding up to, let's find out what the hosts 
would have picked in this one. Sal, Zelina Vega or Paige? Zelina Vega. Ginger. I want Paige. Jason. Ginger always votes for anal. I went with Zelina Vega myself. <laughs> nice. Uh, I mean, it's supposed to be current. Selena Vega for me. But what did our audience say? This one set the week off with a brand new record of 1,944 votes cast. Jesus. That's right. 57.98% of the votes with 1,127 votes to 817 Page moves on. Wow. That's not the yes. racist motherfuckers. <laughs> what? <laughs> nice. Sure, the white girl beats the Spanish girl. I see how it is. Jeez. I'm leaving. No, I'm just so kidding. We follow that up Friday with another barn burner of a vote. Tony Storm versus Liv Morgan. Now, of course, Liv Morgan was the previous holder of the top votes in a single matchup record, which Paige did defeat. This week, with a total of 1,701 votes in this one, Liv Morgan, Tony Storm, Jason, who'd you got? Let me just say that one thing I've noticed through this process is that I don't think you can find two pictures of Tony Storm where she looks like the same person. It's really <laughs> fucking weird. So they, <laughs> speaking of that, they just updated the render. I saw that. I'm totally <laughs> different again. <laughs> totally different girl. I, it's, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, I, went with Liv, Tony Storm. <laughs> I went with Liv Morgan, though. All right, Sal. I went with Tony Storm. She keeps changing. Ginger. <laughs> Liv. All right. I, I guess also, there is something to be said for if you're fucking a chick, if she constantly looks different, it's sort of like always having yeah. a chick. Like having yeah. a new one every session. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's, the, it's the same reason why I, I'd like to, to be the youngest person to develop Alzheimer's, but you know. Uh, <laughs> I I would have gone with Liv Morgan. So, wow. so Liv didn't quite reach Paige's vote total, but she did best her last week's vote total. With 1,079 votes, Liv Morgan moves on. A Tony Storm. Tony Storm was 622, so that was 60% of the votes for Lev. Fairly dominant. Yeah. But wait, because if we're going to talk about Dominic's... Can I just point out that Liv Morgan has now won more matches in our tournament than she has in her entire (laughs) WWE career? (laughs) Very much so. Saturday dropped Alexa Bliss vs. Kyrie Sane. Wah, wah. And... This one got a total of 1,552 votes. Wow. Ginger, who do you have? Alexa. Jason? Uh, Alexa. Sal? Alexa. Ah, man. Oh, jeez. I love, I love my Asians, but Alexa is the goddess for a reason. And with a total of 82% of the votes. Oh, shattering the record that Paige just set two days ago with <laughs> 1,275 votes oh to, two, to 277, Alexa Bliss moves on. Wow, talking about an ass-whooping. That was an ass-whooping. A, a fine, fine ass. <laughs> yes. 
Sunday brought us our closest matchup this week as Peyton Royce took on the man, Becky Lynch. Ooh. Ginger, who you got? Okay, so originally I voted for Peyton Royce, but earlier there was a uh, picture that was brought to my attention, and I can't go back now, but I changed my vote to Becky Lynch. Okay. <clears throat> Jason? No, you said you changed your, vo- your vote to Peyton Royce. No, 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 no. I voted originally for Peyton Royce, and now I changed it after that he, picture, picture was shared. He did, he did not enjoy the, the Peyton Royce without makeup. Is what Yo. Okay. It had nothing to do with the tits. Those oh, yeah. No, no, no. I was going to say, did you not see that? <laughs> if you if you look at the two of them without makeup, Becky Lynch probably the more natural beauty. Absolutely. But we're looking at the whole package here. So, Jason, who did you have? Uh, I went with Mandy Rose. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Uh, Sal? <laughs> uh, I No secret, I've always loved Becky, but no, nah, Peyton Royce on this one. Okay. By the way, that that fucking picture I found to put up there of Peyton Royce, that's goddamn fire. So, yeah, Peyton Royce. Yeah, her body is, but man, that that makeup does a hell of a compliment Dude, for her. Dude, that's the, you get a fucking sweaty ass picture of some chick out of any chick out of the gym, they're not going to look fucking great. No, there. which I, which I get. But as Troy said a few a few seconds ago, the natural beauty definitely goes. So, so you're going to disqualify her because we've seen a picture of her sweaty out of the gym, and we haven't seen that of Becky Lynch. So, I looked that up, yeah. Oh, dude. Come on. All it's right. my opinion. Boys, my opinion, brother, brother. All right. All right. Jesus Christ. If you're going to fight like that, at least Doc. And so, with a vote of 703 to 620... Ooh. Total of 1,323. The winner, and moving on, Peyton Rice. Eat wow. my dick, Ginger. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. She's still beautiful, but the between the two and the natural beauty, I go with Becky Lynch myself. That's all. That's fine. No reason to hate me because. You, you fucking know. gingers sticking together. God damn it. No, that has nothing cult. to do with it. Originally, I, po- I voted for Peyton. And let's be honest here, Becky's not a real redhead. That's all hair dye. I don't think she's actually orange. She's probably actually a redhead. She, she no, I a, think she no. She's a brunette. A she's a brunette. Remember when she was in NXT? She had like legit brown hair. She had light, light red it. hair. It was like auburnish. I don't know. I, I doubt she has pubes, but I guess we have to check those for. Anyways, we can always... Nikki would know. Nikki Nikki Bella knows it Nikki all. Nikki would know. <laughs> hey, I'll hey. I'll put that I'll put that as an ask Bella to Bella question. So somebody at Seth Rollins, he'll give us the answer. What's that? I said somebody at Seth Rollins, he'll give us the answer. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. There we go. We we know she's straight fire. They're just friends. She's straight fire <laughs> and he burns it down. I mean, is a, is there a better fucking matchup there? <laughs> all right. Plus, you know, Seth Rollins does have that that completely horizontal deck, so doesn't even have to. <laughs> it's it's very good when you're doing doggy style. Well, I mean, saying. Ginger's probably unaware, but uh, Seth's dick is Troy's back desktop on his computer, so it is, I would I would shrink everything down, but nobody wants to see that right now. Uh, so you can head over to RundownWrestling.com right now to vote in our first of two matchups this week. In our Fantastic Four, Paige versus Alexa Bliss. And then come back tomorrow for Liv Morgan versus Peyton Royce. 
And then next Thursday, we feel will like I, I feel like I have a good idea what the finals are going to be. <laughs> but next next week, wow. Thursday, we will not only announce the winners of those two matchups, but we have our very last matchup, our finals, for who is the hottest WWE female talent. So, wow. as always, we go from talking about perfect tens to the perfect ten. A ten! A tan! A fucking tan! And this week we're going to start things off with our Raw GM, Alexa Bliss, and our SmackDown Robot GM, who just throws up graphics, announcing <laughs> the people who are in the Money in the Bank matchups for the men and for the women. So, let me bring it up here real quickly so I can make sure I have everything correct on it. Um... So this year, no, um, no qualifying matchups or anything like that. Just here's who here's who's in it. And our men will be Braun Strowman, Rick O'Shea, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Ali, Finn Balor, Andrade, and Alistair Black. Oh wait, no, Randy Orton. <sighs> and <laughs> for the women, <laughs> for the women, um, Liv Morton. Nope, Natalia. Gotta be Natalia. Uh, Dana Brooke, for whatever reason. Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, and Carmella. So, um, let's start with the men. Um, you just heard who's in it. Sal, what is your take on the people that are in it and the people that were left out? Well, this just in, uh, John Cena and Kane have replaced Ali and Finn Balor, so might want to update that. Um, which, where's, my, honestly, where's my fucking milk carton picture? Cause, uh... <laughs> no, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, I don't... Randy Orton, yeah, okay. There's really nothing else for him to do but be in this match. Uh, they haven't built anything for him, and they're not going to leave him off the pay-per-view at this point, so I understand why he's in it. Um, do ya? It's just because it's Randy Orton. Cause it, 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 he's not going to win it. Let me put it to you that way. Um, I'm excited that Ricochet is in it. I don't think we necessarily need Braun Strowman in it, but eh, again, what do you do with Braun if he's not in this match? Uh, how about a match with Samoa Joe that they've already started? Yeah. Well, so we don't. no, apparently not. <laughs> so, that's... so we we currently have eight matches set for Money in the Bank. Uh, the U.S. Championship, not part of it. Finn Balor is in the ladder match. Right. So no no IC belt getting defended either. Uh, and how many how many tag team matches? Oh, zero tag team matches have been announced. See, the thing is, or any like... of them, mind you. Even the women's tag team matches. Well, there's not really announced. no tag teams on SmackDown left, really. So that's true. Yeah. That's true. As far as who else is in it, I, I'll just say that I'm happy that McIntyre's in it. That That's really the one that I noticed out of all of them that I think is going to win. So. Uh, again, like I said, Aleister Black is just not going to do anything now. Like, So we so we could have Randy Orton. Randy Orton can take a fucking uh, vacation, all right? <laughs> like, he doesn't need to be in this match, and it would be a far better match having Aleister Black in it, because you know he would do some crazy fucking shit. Can I, can I just run the proposal that we haven't seen Black in the ring since the shakeup, really? Uh, and they've had him doing promos, and now he's not in this. So I'm starting to wonder if there's, like, an injury situation. Wasn't that the rumor coming out of Mania? 
There's a lot of people rumored to be coming out of Mania, but... I think everyone was rumored to be injured coming out of Mania. True. AJ, AJ Styles was rumored to have torn his ACL because he was limping. That's called yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Ginger, what are your thoughts on, on the men? Uh, it should be interesting. Um, I think the reason for Orton, he's kind of all... He's always wiggled his way into Money in the Bank matches... Um, I think they just want to have him hit people with RKOs off the ladder and call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, but how many times can you really do that? And it's like, okay, cool, it's an RKO. But I mean, I I give them kudos though because they don't do very many ladder matches anymore. So people do look forward to this pay per view a lot because the spots are fucking crazy as it is. Um, but uh, I'd like to see McIntyre win it, but I have, but I have, I like, I'm top notch for it, but I have a feeling Andrade is going to end up stealing that. I'd be cool with that. Yeah. I mean, I'd be okay with it. I'd rather see Drew win it, but I have that in my opinion, I think they're going to give it to Andrade. Yeah. As I read something online where, where a couple people were proposing that, Former former world champions shouldn't be in Money in the Bank. Yep. Um, and and in my opinion, former winners of Money in Bank probably shouldn't be either. Because in this match alone, we've got three. You got Randy Orton, Baron Corbin, and Braun Strowman are all in Money in the Bank, and they all are former winners of it. And only one of them successfully cashed in. So, <laughs> uh, Jason, what are your thoughts on the, on the the men here? See, I, I remember covering the WrestleMania. Was it 25, Sal, that we did with yes. the money in the bank? And yep. everyone in that match was pretty much, save for maybe Mark Henry, who hadn't really, I don't think, had really had his big ascent to the top yet. But everyone in that match was like a hungry young talent. And yep. that, to me, is what the money in the bank should be used for. It should be to elevate a guy to the top who's not already there. So that, to me, almost rules out Strowman, already rules out, McIntyre to a degree rules out Orton, Um, and as much as I hate to admit it, rules out Baron Corbin because he's already a main eventer. Um, Mm -hmm. You don't have to like it. You don't like it. He He has main evented a shit ton of bras and some pay per views and some pay per views. Um, So for me, I love the notion of like Ricochet and Ali and andrade in this match um but i don't think any of them are going to win it uh somebody asked what they could do with stroman if he wasn't in this match i believe michael che and colin jost are free that night <laughs> probably they they work they work saturdays my my other issue with this is finn balor being in it that as doesn't bother I, me because i i think you're so i if i reading what you're going to complain about mm-hmm. is the fact that you know he's not going to win because he's got the IC title, right? Well, it's, not, it's not that I know he's not going to win. It's that he's got the IC title. And to yeah. me, did Miz tur- get into it last year when he had the IC title, though? Yes. Miz also won in the bank when he was U.S. champion. Okay, so he why couldn't Fowler win it? That's I, that's what I'm saying. I, it's not I, it's not that I don't think he I think he has a chance of winning. My problem is is that he has a championship, and I don't yep. think sh- current champions should be going for something because it sort of devalues the belt a little bit. No, I know I that so. it's a, I know it's a secondary title, but for him to turn around for 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 them to turn around and be like, look, I see the title belt not being defended at all because the champion is trying to 
uh, propel himself into the main event. This isn't TNA with their fucking, like, I'm going to cash in the X Division Championship for a world title belt. It's not that bad. But it's to me, like I said, Balor should be defending the belt, not be in the Money in the Bank match. Yep. See, so. I think of it more as, like, you, Troy, you're a football fan, too. You know how they have those provisions where a coach can't leave a team to go be a head coach somewhere else, but if you're elevating your position, it's acceptable to get out of your contract. Mm -hmm. So if you're going from being an assistant coach to being a head coach, that's permissible. Sort of the same thing here. It's nothing wrong with being the Intercontinental Champion, but it's an opportunity to upgrade to the top belt in the the company. So I don't have a problem with that. Fair enough. To me, though, there there are other people that I think could have got that spot other than Balor. And you could, could have Brock Lesnar. <laughs> well, that that we would definitely all agree would be fucking terrible. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> real, real quick, um, the Intercontinental Champion has historically been in money to make matches. No, Hulk Hogan would be fine because there's no black. <laughs> <in there. laughs> That's why Alistair Black's not in there. <laughs> oh, jeez. Be close, man. I, I know I know you're white, I know you're Dutch, but the name, you know, it, it might set him off. We don't want to set him off. Go ahead, Ginger. Why, why the fuck does Hulk Hogan keep calling me the N-word? Um, I, I think... I'm whiter than he is. <laughs> and, um... He suggested my t-shirt say fade to N-word. I don't know what the fuck's talking about. Oh, my God. Fade to Ginger. Um, I didn't get away with saying it. You can't either. But that's my, my name, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not. It's not a racial slur. I'm just calling Booker T. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I, Ginger's not going to be able to get his point on this point. <laughs> uh, no, it's not really a point. It's more of a I'm kind of pointing it out more than a point. I think almost every money in the bank at WrestleMania had the Intercontinental Champion in the match. I legit just made. I just said that. All right. So I I don't like that. Like, you should be... uh, I never never had a problem with it because I never... I don't know. I never thought of it as a bad thing. Kind of like... I'm not really saying it's a bad thing, but why shouldn't he be defending his championship that he currently holds? Because they do the Money in the Bank pay-per-view once a year, and they have 11 other shows for him to defend it at. Because this is an opportunity to upgrade your championship. No, I should, should I like seeing the belt defended. That's my thing. Yeah, I agree with that. But that being said, I think Joe should be in this match for that reason as well. He's not well, going to be on the pay-per-view defending the title. He might as well be in Money in the Bank. Well, we don't know yet. There's still plenty yeah, of time. Yeah, but yeah. We, need, we need spots for Baron Corbin because, you know... <sighs> Well, and and I mean, I know I know we just said that we didn't want Randy Orton in this match, but also historically, Money in the Bank has usually had a former world champion to sort of legitimize the other guys in the thing. Well, they had a whole former heavyweight champion Money in the Bank match before. Right? Yes, I remember Which, that. Every single participant was a former uh, world champion. Stupid. Uh, to Jason's point, it should be an opportunity for an up and comer to get that to elevate them to the next level. Right. But then again, some of some of the best Money in the Bank champions have been people like Edge returning from injury and being able to and getting that belt, or you know, um, I mean, Wait, no, no. Edge didn't get it returning from injury. Edge won the first Money in the Bank, then he won it from Mister Anderson. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, John Cena obviously has won the Money in the Bank, and that he was lost kind of though. Stupid. 
Or not lost, but he didn't win that cash in. Well, the, he was the, the first loser. The cash, the cash in to me doesn't matter. It's the, it's the match we're talking about. Yeah. And and for John Cena to win Money in the Bank, which to me was kind of ridiculous. And it was. See, just I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up though, because I, I'm wondering if that's how they book this. I think they look at it as who do we want to make the next champion. They build the whole thing around that person that's going to win, and everybody else is not filler, but pretty much just there to compliment that person. Well, you well, say yeah. that, but then what what happened with Baron Corbin? Like, yeah, but, but from from what we've been kind of hearing on the rumor mill is that th- this year they they feel like they fucked up Money in the Bank too many times by having people continue to lose because the, when was the last time we had a successful men's Money in the Bank cash in? You know, um, so I I think that this that this year they're definitely this is the plans is that the winner of this is go going to cash in. At this Drew, point, yeah, Drew's a heel. You, you feel, Drew's yeah, a heel, Andrade's a heel. I'm. I'm that's what I'm seeing. Yeah, and it's better on a heel. It should be it on a heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, because when a face has it, either it it makes them look kind of sneaky, or it's stupid shit like Rob Van Dam being like, "I'm cashing in on this specific date," which is like, that's not what this is about, dude. Yeah, there's <laughs> like, no more ECW pay per view. So what are you gonna do? Right. Really? I was gonna say no. When Van Dam did it, it was cool because he did it at the ECW pay per view. Was uh, it though? Because he. I, I didn't it. mind it. I liked it. It's I like be, it a lot. It's it's supposed to be the surprise of a cash in. That, that that's that to me is is where the money is with money in the bank is is the surprise cash in the oh my god moment. The, mi- the like, Miz the Miz Randy Orton moment. The yeah, Dolph Ziggler right. Alberto Del Rio moment. That right. the Carmella yeah. moment. You could say yeah, too. Even, yeah. yeah. Now see the the thing is with the dynamic between Drew and Andrade. Drew's music hits if he's the briefcase holder, and it's like oh shit, this monster of a man is coming to take the title. Andrade's music hits, you're still going to get that pop, but it's like, oh my god, this sneaky bastard's going to do it now. It's like the edge factor, like when yeah. he did it. Yeah. So I definitely agree with the heel part, but other than Drew and Andrade, can we see anybody else taking it? Um, well, well, we'll talk about it in two weeks, because we've got more okay. to talk about, and we've got uh, we've got to talk about the women's side of this as well. Yeah. Um, so, Cunny in the Bank for the women. Natalia oh, Jesus Christ. Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Bailey. Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, and Carmella. So, Jason, what is your feeling on the the women involved in this and the women not involved in it? Uh, I love the fact that Ember Moon is in there. I think it's nice to see her getting that sort of showcase and spotlight and chance to shine. Uh, I said before, my my prediction is that Dana Brooke is not actually in this match. She's a placeholder for somebody else, be it Sasha, who I think it's a placeholder for, or somebody else who they're going to put in there for some reason. I don't think this match starts on the pay-per-view with Dana Brooke in the match. Um, sure. Got No, no, I was agreeing with you. Go uh, ahead. Um, I could, I, I'm a little disappointed that there's no... I, I'm not heartbroken that Liv Morgan's not in there because I don't think she's at that level at this point. Um, I am a little disappointed Ruby Riot's not in there. I think she would be a great fit, especially since uh, we saw her do some hardcore stuff with Natty not long ago, so I think she can handle a ladder situation. I'm not worried about that. Uh, I like that Carmella's in there. I mean, I know we talked about past winners, but I think she's a character that people can look at and believe that can win without actually winning. Um, so I have an issue with that. Uh, Natalia's, I mean, you know Natalia's going to be in there just because they like her for whatever reason i wouldn't put her in there but you know it, it doesn't offend me that she's in there it offends me that dana brooks in there i know some people on this network seem to think i'm a huge fan of dana brooke that's not the fucking case i'm just <laughs> able to call things as i see them and I, she, she's 
not of the level she should be in this fucking match, and I don't think she will be. Okay. Uh, Ginger, are we supposed to give early predictions on who we think is going to win? No, we've got that in two weeks. Okay. You don't you don't have to unless you want to. Okay. Ginger. Uh, Jason just basically hit everything right on the head. Honestly, you just took everything out of my mouth. Like, um, I'll be putting some I mean, things in your mouth. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> I, I have the pleasure of receiving that today. Um, I, I don't, I don't hate it. Um, I mean, it's tough for the women to have a money in the bank ladder match unless they have that match first before the men's. Because the men do some crazy shit in their match. I'm sorry. The women. Can, can the just, women. Hold on. I'm sorry, Ginger. Because every you say that, but literally every time you do one of these events where the women and the men have the same sort of specialty match, the women's match exceeds the men's one. Not last year. I'm almost every time. Almost every time. Yeah, we, almost we, every no. time. But this not not with this stuff because the women aren't no. going to do. I thought the women's money in the bank was been, really good last year. I hated it. There's only been it, one. It was good. <laughs> what? There's only been one. There's been two. Well, yeah, no, no, There's I know. Two. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about last year's in just in general. Like last year's, the women, it, it was good, but it, the men just do it better. I mean, yeah, but to to me, you've got so much more potential in this match. You've got Ember Moon hitting eclipses off the top of ladders. You got you Mandy know, Rose you, popping a titty. You got yeah. Mandy Rose blowing tits out. Um, you know, you've got you've got a a new, more hardcore Bailey um, with a new mean streak to her, which I think she's going to do some some really really good things this match. I think that they have much better potential than they have in the past, just because the the, the level of talent is is there more now. So if, yeah. I'm, if I'm handicapping this thing, Alexa Bliss probably the odds-on favorite just because that character sort of <laughs> lends itself so well to having money in the bank, even though she won it last year. Yeah, me it's me it's Bailey's to lose. See, because because they've been pushing her at this. Okay, point, so. but of all of the women in this match, the most the person that makes the most sense to me is Mandy Rose because I feel like she can play that chicken shit heel to carry around the briefcase and do the fake run-ins and all that shit and have it be very credible and very believable. We know Vince loves her, um, and I could totally see them letting her run with that briefcase for almost a year and then finally putting the belt on her. Okay. Sal? So, I don't know what it says about Carmella, but last night I was trying to remember who the hell was in the Women's Money in the Bank from SmackDown, and I knew that Mandy, because she had that backstage skit with Sonya, and I knew Bailey, and I was excited that Ember was there, and I could not for the life of me remember who the fourth person was. Oh, you know, former... Women's champion Carmella, um, but Pretty I think that's, didn't forget. I think that speaks to you know. There's certain girls in this match you look at and they're like, oh, they're not winning that fucking match. Uh, Carmella, Dana Brooke. Um, I think the Raw side is better than the SmackDown side. Uh, Bailey's been treated like shit, to be honest. Bailey's and, not on Raw. No. I've, that's what I mean. Like, oh, so you the would raw not, you, side is whoa, better than so SmackDown Dana side. Brooke, Natalia, Natalia, Naomi, and Alexa. Alexa, I'll give you, but the other three versus that's Carmella, a former women's <laughs> champion, Mandy Rose, a strong up and comer, Bailey, who's Bailey, right? 
And Amber Moon. And Amber Moon, who's one of the brightest young stars in the female division. Did you want to rethink that point, my man? You want to backtrack a little bit there, buddy? (laughs) I didn't didn't remember that Naomi and uh, Natalia were the other raw women. Oh, okay. Okay, Um, so so you want to take the L on that one, then? Yeah, absolutely. I'll take the L on that one. Um, (laughs) So, the thing is, though, right? Like, Sonya Deville, I would have... Love to have her and Mandy in this match. Oh, she's going to be in the match. She's just not going to be in the match. Right. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. I would have loved to see them fight over the briefcase under the ladder. But I don't. No, they're think not going to fight. They're not breaking them up. We, we, we no. need to get past that. Plus, and and even more to my point, I can totally envision a scenario where Sonya Deville goes out and beats the bag out of some bitch, and then Mandy just cashes in on somebody after Sonya beats the shit out of her. Or Sonya helps Mandy win the case. To your point, right. <laughs> I think I, I honestly I, I if I'm betting money right now I'm betting on Mandy. Right. I think well, I see that. Yeah. Well, um, known woman basher Mike Smathers agrees with Ginger Jesus that uh, <laughs> that the, the women won't do crazy shit. Ricochet will do at Money in the Bank, and that's true. Ricochet is going to do some crazy shit. Oh yeah. By the way, you asked why Randy Orton was in that match. Imagine Ricochet doing something crazy off the top rope into an RKO. Wait, Ricochet's going to do something crazy? We forget Ali's in that match as well? Ali's in that match as well. Finn Balor. <laughs> yeah, Finn Balor is going, is going to shatter his ankles on somebody's chest. And that's my point. Like, you're going to get more high flying from the men than you are the women. You're going to get more high spots, but I think the women can put together a very good match. Yes, uh, don't is, get me wrong. The thing, I'm is, not Ginger, s- the thing is, is that the women don't have to do all that to get the reaction. Go back and watch these other women's matches. A simple Something as simple as a body slam on the ladder gets a huge reaction from right. the crowd when it's yeah. the women that are taking it. Yeah. Or pop a titty out. That That's going to get a good reaction. Especially Alexa Bliss, please. Or Alexa, yeah. I'm good either. Oh, my God. Why the fuck is Mickey James not in this match now that I think of it? Yeah, I don't seriously. Think she exists anymore. Yeah, I think she's probably just about done. They just the, moved her in the shakeup. I mean, yeah. The so the the issue there is that she's not on Raw. If she was on Raw, I could see them maybe moving her in there instead of Danny Brooke. The problem is, which one of the SmackDown women do you remove to put her in there? And that's where you have the issue of, yeah, there's uh, those four women that are from SmackDown. It's it's hard to make the case to move them one of them out to put another person in. So Joel Embiid is such a cunt. I'm sorry. For, um, uh, sorry, <laughs> my bad. Uh, wrong sport. It's not even your fucking team, and you're distracted watching a fucking basketball team. I'm yeah, but sorry, he, but he know, is still a cunt. Um, <laughs> uh, Jason's he, right. I'm sorry. Tell you, let, let's segue for one second. This dude has never won shit, and he runs around like he's a seven-time fucking defending champion, taunting people and putting shit in there. Like fuck. That guy. Anyway, back to wrestling. He's definitely the Leo Russia basketball. Jesus. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say this because we're going to move on. Uh, I wish I got fucked as much as the revival do. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. So the revival were in an in- interesting segment this week, uh, where apparently they're straight fucking. So That's not what you said. Oh, it doesn't have to be said. Well, not because only was it not the, said, the revival themselves came out and didn't, like, pretty much impli- put all that to rest. The implication is there that they're gay. That's all I'm going to say. But the the other issue, of course, is that... But she'll uh, never say no because of the implication. Right. You get her on a boat, and, you know... I feel like you're saying you're going to hurt these women. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying. Oh, anyways. Uh, so... <laughs> 
So yeah, so um, the the tag team scene is is a little rough right now, but we're going to specifically talk about the revival's treatment on Raw here. Uh, so the revival, not in a match or anything like that. We're in a backstage segment where one of the Uso brothers, they they were up close, I couldn't tell which one it was, uh, proceeded to watch da- or Dash save shave Dawson Dawson's back. Was that what it was? was or was it? Yes, it way? was. No, you're correct. So. No, it doesn't. What 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 matters is is that the guys who were tag team champions for a month after the fans fucking asked for it every turn of the fucking wheel here have now become a joke that they have hairy backs. Jason, what's your thoughts on this? I mean, I don't know how many different times we have to have the conversation. I don't think this is a shot at the revival. I think this is the fact that Vince doesn't fucking value tag team wrestling. So fucking do something comedy rise with them. Look at the fucking people. So people will sit here and say, oh, fucking, they they don't want to sign your contracts. That's why they're doing this. The fucking tag team titles are on Zach fucking Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. So if Vince gave a shit about the tag team division, titles wouldn't be on those guys. Those guys are... A, by and large, a non-factor on this show. Dash and Dawson, and you can say what you want about the shitty writing, but they are front and center every week doing something on the show, whether it's winning, losing, promos, whatever. TV time is how you tell how the company feels about someone. The writing is what the writing is. It's not going to change until something happens or Fox gets involved or whatever, but the fact of the matter is, this isn't the burial people are making it out to be. It's a focus on the weekly television program that, I'm going to be honest with you, a team like Heavy Machinery would have fucking killed for this exposure. Yeah, where were they? Um, <laughs> all right, Sal, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, shockingly enough, I agree with Jason. Look, I think this program between the Usos and the Revival when we get to the in-ring, is going to be fantastic. To Jason's point, they're on TV every week. Is it childish writing? Yeah, you know, if you sat down and you cared about it for more than five minutes, maybe you can come up with something better. But it it is what it is. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with their contracts. Forget about uh, Ryder and, and Hawkins. Look at the fucking B team who are loyal WWE employees. And they were nothing but a fucking joke their entire tag team title run. And now they get How many up. tag teams are not treated like a joke at some point? Maybe, the I Usos. Mean, maybe that's about it. The hardest. I was just going to say the Usos. Like, I mean, but still they were joke. The, the whole thing with them and New Day was, like, funny. Like, you know what I mean? They had to inject the rap battle into it. They had to inject the comedy into it. I just think that's how, what Vince goes to every time. It doesn't matter who it is. Like let's, I said, I'm, I'm fine with Revival versus Usos when we get to the in-ring. Is it stupid, the shave your back thing? Fine. I don't think it's that big of a deal. And you know See, what? You know what the, if, you, if you're upset about the shave your back thing, take solace in the fact that it fucking seeped into the entire rest of the show. So the crowd fucking, they're having this big moment with Seth and AJ, and the crowd's chanting, shave your back. So clearly that fucking backfired on them. So if you dislike it, good. They got their comeuppance on it later. So who... Um, so, in your opinion, what was what was the the best time period for tag team wrestling in the WWE? Well, that's the problem. In the WWE, it's kind of a no. Dudley, you know. Dudley's Hardy's Edge and Christian. Yeah, 
And yeah. what were Edge and Christian doing? Playing kazoos yeah. and doing five-second poses. Yeah, exactly. so it's, them over, it's, Dune. And the Dudleys yeah. were powerbombing old ladies through tables. Yeah, but but you said you 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 dislike the fact that the New Day and the Usos did a rap battle and didn't comment. It's always been that. that way. Oh, no, no, I didn't say I disliked oh. it. I said that that's what they've always done. It doesn't matter if you're a loyal WWE person or you're asking for your release. That's yeah. why I don't think the revival are getting a raw deal. I think they're just getting treated like a tag team. Obviously, this you know, this is not what most of the fans want. Most of the fans want the revival to be a more serious team, and and in NXT, obviously, that was their whole whole shtick was everyone else does all this fucking flippy shit, and everyone else does all this this like fucking comedy shit, and, they, and we just go out there and go bass. So obviously, it's it's sort of a betrayal of their original characters, but I mean, I I don't foresee this being a long term thing because yeah, I mean. I'm pretty sure that NBC and Fox are, you know, don't want to have the crowd chanting "shave your back" every time like Brock Lesnar comes out there or something like that. They they don't want that to be a part of the thing. So my uh, my biggest concern is that "shave your back" becomes the new CM Punk chant. Oh God, it's possible. We haven't let Ginger talk at all. So go ahead. No, I was fine. I was getting That's good. He was, he was um, next on my wheel of hosts. <laughs> see, it, 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 it almost seems like you get this constant... It's, it's like the, the, the constant repetitiveness in these stupid storylines. The same thing happened with Prince Albert. Yep. Shave your back. Mm-hmm. I, and I think they've done it since then as well. With shave your back. I feel, I feel like there was somebody else that I, that I can't think of at oh, the Oh, they moment. did it with the Lost Mariquas. Yeah, well, stuff like that. Like, can I just say, uh, Killian Dane has a monumentally hairy back. That dude in Sanity would have loved to get the TV time shaving each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's becoming. Nikki wants to shave. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki wants I don't to do know. anything right about now. Why the right. fuck is she not in Money in the Bank? God damn it! I, I don't. Oh. I, I don't know if Vince is just trying to get the stupid shit out of the way before he does go to Fox. But I, I, that's just that's just a random fucking thought that pops in my head. But I don't know if he's just trying to do that or if he's just like, oh, he shaves us back. Like, well, probably. But I, but how many fucking times can you do that? All right, Here's yeah, the thing, and though. I've said this before on this show. The problem, the biggest problem with the WWE's writing is that there is a one-person committee. The creative yes. staff can write whatever they want. Ultimately, Vince. But it's, tears, it's a, it all comes down to Vince. Right, Vince tears that yeah, shit right. up, as, which yep. means that our entertainment, our humor, our our those, all those things are being given to us by an eighty-year-old man. Mm-hmm. Is he and, really eighty? Almost. And an eighty-year-old man who will not take advice from anybody around him. Not his son-in-law. Not his, not daughter. his daughter. Not his so son. So all all the. Good things that Triple H did with a guy like Scott Dawson, who was an NXT jobber before they became part of the revival. All that good that Triple H did, Vince will undo the second they get to the main roster. And it doesn't just have to be a tag team. Ask any of the NXT well, calls okay. what Vince will do to them. Okay, but at the same token, he'll take somebody who is a complete jobber in NXT, like Alexa Bliss, and turn her into a fucking goddess. So True. That, that, Becky. Yeah. Becky was river dancing. Yeah, but there's no rhyme or reason. 
It's right, got nothing right. to do with body. Like, look at EC3. He's jacked to the gills, but he can't get a minute on TV. Sure, I just, I just wanted to throw in the opposing side because he made it sound like you were just saying Vince can't fucking do his job anymore. Mm. And I, it, that's not true. Vince that's can true build a star if he wants to. The yes, problem it's is with who he where wants. he chooses exactly. to build his focus and how he chooses to build them is sometimes misguided. To Vince's point, again, I tell you, you a 70-year-old, 80-year-old guy What's funny to a 70-year-old, or, or what emasculates somebody to a 70-year-old, 80 guy? Call him gay. Yeah. Imply that they're gay. Right. This is this is the guy well, that's, uh, that I'm, dances to Shawn Michaels' music because it's his favorite fucking theme song ever. So, What? <laughs> like, you guys don't do that? I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's he's going to... He's going to let somebody else in. You know it's not going to happen. It's what everybody wants, but it's not going to fucking happen. And it sucks. Well, once AEW comes in with their TV, and we'll see how that affects the ratings, and then he may not have a choice, man. You want to know what it's going to affect? Nothing. So, I don't know. How how many of you followed what happened on their conference call, their their shareholders call this, this month? On the WWEs? Yes. Yeah, I, I heard... So Some apparently reports. they were on there talking about the decline in ratings, the decline in stock price, yeah. et cetera. People were very unhappy with it. And Vince got on and basically said, well, you know, we've had a lot of injuries and blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't get it. That's the whole point. He doesn't get that the reason this shit is down is because of his bad creative. Right. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he use that excuse in the last quarter as well? Probably. How many times are they going to allow that to be the excuse? Well, you know, people keep getting that. That Luke Harper injury hit him really hard. So, <sighs> well, no, didn't he specifically mention Cena? And it's like Cena's not injured; he's off doing movies. Like you didn't build anybody else. What uh, he mentioned the lack of top talent, like Cena. Yeah, Cena. Because fuck everybody are. else on your roster. Yeah. But the point is, there was no Cena until you made <laughs> Cena a top guy. Right. Build yes. fucking somebody else. Plus, Here's you, the other signed, you, you signed Brock Lesnar to do three appearances a year. That's on you, Jode. <laughs> you look up and down that roster, right? The thing is, is that there's nobody... Like, Drew McIntyre came back, and he was hot as a monster heel. Yeah. And they've done nothing with him. And they're cooled, they've completely fucking cooled him off. And this is the thing. Vince doesn't like to push people when they're white hot, when the crowd's really into him. He waits and waits and waits. Braun Strowman. Too fucking late. Didn't cash in on him when you had the chance. Sasha, Sasha Banks, Banks, too late. Didn't cash in on her when you had the chance. Up and down the list, I can give you a list of at least a dozen people he's done that with. Yeah, but see, that that doesn't make sense to me. Because, like, Braun, Braun is everything you think Vince would want. And he was over. Go back a year or so, or two years ago, year and a half, he was over as fuck. Why? Asuka, same thing. But at least yeah. Braun, but, no offense to Oscar, at least Braun can, can speak. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but Braun continues to forget his spots and then punches a dude fucking through the head and stuff like that. So part part of it has to go on the talent, too. They're, they're not perfect. Braun has had some issues as well. And he keep, every time they do start doing something, he does kind of stumble on certain things. And then obviously the injury, the last time that they were starting to use him, hurts him as well. So, I mean... Now, what about know. a guy like Seth? Is Can Seth move the needle? Can he bring in the numbers they're looking for? I mean, well, he's got if, the, if he's you, got the if pedigree. You, if you look at the last time he was champion, no. Last time, last time he was champion, it, wasn't, it didn't work. And now he's a face champion, but, I mean, to me, it feels like a little too late at this point. And 
obviously them moving Roman over to SmackDown, you know, it's we'll get to it in a little bit, but he's in the same kind of situation he was when he was on Raw, where people don't are starting to turn on him again, even though he beat cancer. Yeah. Um, but we should probably move on before Ginger falls asleep. Uh, so the <laughs> uh, speaking of tag teams, we learned that the Hardys had to drop the SmackDown Tag Team Championships uh, due to a PCL injury to Jeff Hardy, which apparently he's had for quite some time. No, no, uh, no before it was a PCP injury. <laughs> that is true, but that was a couple years ago. So, uh, yeah, apparently he's been working through it, but uh, it's apparently become too much for him. So he is getting his knee knee repaired, but it's going to cost him about six to nine months. So um, so they dropped the straps. We don't know what's going on with them. As Jason mentioned, there are actually no tag teams on SmackDown. So uh, who do we come up with? I've, I've posted it. Was, it's it's ha- Heavy Machinery, the Colognes, yes. and the B team. Yep, you guys, it. you say that, but... Chad Gable and Jinder Mahal are doing nothing right now. I mean, I'm just saying. If Jason Jordan can come back, I would reunite American Elf and put the titles on him tomorrow. Oh, yeah. You know, I and Joan Cass aren't doing anything. Uh, would it shock <laughs> you? Okay, hold on. Would hold it on. absolutely shock you? Because okay, hold on, hold on. Because we didn't touch on this when we we talked about Enzo and Castle a while ago. We sort of shit on Ring of Honor for that a couple weeks ago. And since we're talking about this tag team thing, let's just point this out. The the video of Enzo and Cass jumping in at the G1 far exceeded any views YouTube has they've ever had for a Ring of Honor video. So we as wrestling fans can shit all over it, but it's getting eyeballs on the product. I mean, people love that consensual penis, man. <laughs> I understand the locker room had an issue with them showing up. I didn't. I thought it was great. I watched the friggin' um, video or interview he did a few weeks later where he ripped apart the Briscoes on YouTube. Yeah, I thought it was actually it was, a really but, good interview by Cass. Yeah. Promo by Cass. <clears throat> well, I mean, part of the issue here is, you know, the same thing happened in Impact, where whenever it was an XWB guy, they instantly got pushed to the front and obviously caused a lot of hurt feelings. So for for them to bring in Enzo and Cass, and then clearly they were probably going to put those tag belts on them, which to me would have been fine because fucking ROH has done nothing with their tag team division other than giving the fucking uh, Briscoes a ton of Briscoes again. Yeah, <laughs> so it would it would have at least been something new and entertaining. Oh Honestly, shit! You know what we could do. We could put them on the Briscoes. Yeah, yeah. Honest to God, <laughs> I'm not even fucking with you guys right now. The only tag team that I know from ROH are the Briscoes. Perhaps, you've heard, heard, perhaps any... you've heard of somebody called the Whoa. Bouncers, Ginger. Whoa, dude. The what? The Bouncers? Come on. Oh, sorry. My apologies. <laughs> For fuck's sake, dude. That's, that's a given. Should, but should always know at least two tag teams from ROH. That might be the only two you know. Those <laughs> are the only two. Let's do it. <laughs> But uh, prior to the bouncers getting in there, I've I had never heard of any other tag team except for the Briscoes. But you heard of the you box. Heard of the Young Bucks? Who? The, the Young, young Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, I didn't even know they were in ROH to be honest with you. SCU, Daniels Kazarian. For those of for those of you at home, Ginger does not watch independent wrestling. So. I'm a huge WWE yeah. mark. Bring on the hate. So. So it makes total sense that he does not know that these teams are in our own. But, really but I still follow dirt sheets and stuff, but he, I mean, it's... He doesn't follow the indies and he has red hair. Have at it, people. 
<laughs> Murder this man. Uh, so, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there. And he shaves uh, Troy's back. God, they could use it probably. Uh, speaking of the indies, uh, we had an announcement of a return to the independent scene. Uh, as a video popped up on Dean Ambrose's Twitter, which was renamed J- at John Moxley. And um, so, <laughs> Jason, you seem like you want to discuss the the John Moxley return to the independent scene video. You got to ask me the question. Do we care? Nope. All right. There we go. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, no, so um, I think most people probably forgot that they even uh, followed Dean Ambrose's Twitter because the guy never. So he he tweeted once, and, and he retweeted one tweet, one random tweet. Never followed anybody, nothing like that. But apparently, John Moxley uses Twitter. So we got we got this video um, where he obviously is escaping from prison. Um, I, I noticed a little blood on the back of his pants, so clearly got raped there. Uh, was good. It was was running away from uh, his twink boyfriend, and a big dog was chasing him. Yes. Uh, and apparently he punches barbed wire. Yes. So uh, a lot Pamela of Pamela Anderson. <laughs> it's a deep cut. Uh, speaking of deep cuts, uh, so Moxley he's running away or like that, and it's a big thing. Of my favorite thing was somebody put. Uh, Dean Ambrose hints at a return to the independent scene. That's not a hint. That's him saying I'm returning to it. That's why his, his Twitter thing says professional wrestler. I love and the he's people not who went, Yeah, I love the people who went fucking gaga. The dice on the wall says 2-5. It means he's going to AEW because their event's on the 25th. And no, it's the fucking Viper Club. It's in the fucking logo that's on the wall of the club, assholes. Well, and everyone's like, oh, the, the, the 25. Well, then, like, well, what do you? how do you explain the 30 check marks on the wall? What does the 30 mean, then? Because <laughs> you, can't, you can't have them both. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, needless to say, obviously most people are like, he's going AEW. I don't think he's going AEW. I think he's going right back to CZW, personally. Can I... Can I- can you I can do whatever you want. It's your I, show. Right. Uh, far be it from me to engage in conspiracy theory discussions as it comes to professional wrestling. It's something I, I, usually, I hope. You, I hope you're going the route that I think you're going. It's something I usually don't like to do. Um, I mean, like, I, I never fell into the whole Cody Rhodes thing or any of that stuff. Um, but that the production on that video was very WWE like. Ding, ding, ding. And I almost wonder if this is sort of a viral way of really switching up Dean Ambrose's character to give him more of an edge where he's sort of lost on the main roster. And if maybe, just maybe, this is a WWE thing. It's very possible. And And you think of it, too, it would make total sense because... Dean Ambrose is retired. The Shield is retired. Exactly. John Moxley is John not Moxley and is not never, retired. And it never made sense how never in the history of WWE has someone decided not to renew their contract and not only had it put over on TV, but was given this grand like goodbye tour with WWE Network specials, etc. That has never happened. 
for people who were much bigger stars than Ambrose. And that was not like indie level production. That wasn't like I went and hired a crew to do a promo video for me production. That was somebody with some serious fucking money and production chops behind them put this shit together, which leaves really only two options that as far as I'm concerned. And like I said, I don't see Ambrose as an AEW guy. Um, did you guys see who ret- retweeted that video? Well, Cody, Cody Rhodes did. Uh, Corbin and Rollins. Yep. Oh, I was going to say, and Cody did. Yeah, but okay. Cody could just buy into the hype at that point. Just say, hey, everybody's talking about it. I'll retweet yep. and make everybody talk about it more. Yep. So, um, yeah, go ahead. All right. If it, and it turns out that this is done by the WWE, this has to be probably uh, one of their most creative ways to repackage somebody. Sure. Wouldn't you guys agree? Yeah. Um, I would. I would be all for it, to be honest. If it was something done by the WWE, I was actually thinking there were three possibilities because the way the letters appear on the screen and, and the content of the video, it did remind me of some ROH vignettes. That I've seen when somebody's like gonna be coming into the company, kind of like what they did with Squirrel. The guy wrapping his hands in barbed wire is going to go to ROH. Probably not, but <laughs> but like you said, CZW ain't paying that kind of money for that production. Right. But again, explain to me why this video doesn't have anybody's logo on it then. Why? Why would well, AEW? Well, why would AEW as only, a company again, pay a bunch of money for this? The only reason that makes sense is if it's WWE and they want uh-huh. to hide it to get as part of the whole gimmick. Right, and sure. that's and that, and I'm agreeing with you on that. Yeah. AEW, if they're going to do a promo video for somebody, they're going to put their name on it because not otherwise yet, it no, doesn't matter. Yet. I don't agree why? with that. Why? Because I mean, if you want Dean Ambrose, if 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 by chance. You did make a deal with Dean, and you want him to show up at Double or Nothing. You're not going to announce it yet. You're going to make these cryptic videos until he shows up at Double or Nothing. So I don't think no, they put their no, logo no, on it. No, 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 no. Dustin, first off, um, Dustin Rhodes, yeah. Jim Ross, yeah. every single person they've signed has been released as part of a video, whether it's being the Elite or uh, Road to Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. They branded everyone they have signed. They want mm-hmm. you to know it. They don't sell additional pay-per-views by signing this guy if nobody knows he's going to be on the fucking show. And for all the times people get all over fucking WWE for, oh, you can't keep anything as a surprise anymore, they can't make money off surprises. They right. can't get ratings off surprises. Same fucking thing here. Um, yeah, it, if it was AEW, their branding would be all over that shit. And they would announce him. They they would have announced him coming there. And if it was a surprise, we wouldn't have the video. Right. Because you because now everyone is expecting him to show up at Double or Nothing. So then that completely would take the surprise element out of it if he showed up. Right. Oh, I was just gonna say so because people are like looking at this two five on the dice on the wall. If it was a WWE production, would they? put that in there so people could possibly think he is going to AEW with that? I think that's just people trying to draw I think, I, Yeah, I, but still, they obviously know that people are going to buy into shit like that. So why... I don't think it's, Vince would plan anything like this around what they were doing. I really don't. 
No, but whoever put the Vi- whoever produced this video and put the Viper Room logo up there on the wall, that wasn't done by accident. So for whatever reason, that was done very purposely. Whether he's going to wrestle in California, because that's where the Viper Room is, it's in Hollywood, or if it was signifying something else. Or but I guess we'll have slap. to see if there's more videos. Um, I thought it was in the Staples Center. Oh, okay. Which would be Los Angeles. Just or, maybe, or maybe he's returning to NXT. Then he would be in Orlando. <laughs> I don't. I, again, I think that's they just were giving a shout out to the Viper Club and for for letting them use it. And maybe. I think that they, I think they like the visual. That's all. <laughs> hey, it was a cool visual. I'm not knocking the video. I think whoever produced it did a good job. Yeah. When is uh when is the next Extreme Rules? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I think after Money in the Bank. July fourteenth. Or the next West, okay. West Canaan High football game. No? Nobody? Nobody gets that no. joke? Right. Nope. Varsity Blues. Oh, right. Gotcha. John, John Moxley was the character in the movie. Oh right. Yeah. Is that where he got his name? I don't know if that's exactly. I don't know if he took it from the movie or not, but that was definitely the that was the Dawson's character's name in the movie. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we know that like Luke Harper was Brody Lee because he's a big fan of uh, Kevin, Smith. Uh, Kevin Smith. Yeah. Uh, okay, so moving right along, let's talk about something boring. Did you have something to say before we moved on, Ginger? No, I mean it's. Everybody hit it on point. Everybody's talking about it on the internet. I mean, we'll see what happens. But I think it's the WWE. I think it's them all day. Okay. Uh, so Smathers on the side um, said he's never. He also has never watched an episode of Impact or ROH. So you're not alone in that. Um, and he says that he feels Jason finally is coming to his way of thinking about Ambrose. I, did I say I didn't think he sucked as a performer? Maybe uh-huh. he meant the uh, conspiracy theory thing. I, I think he meant the conspiracy theory, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, so no, about... your conspiracy theory was Dean Ambrose was re-signed and coming back. This is John Moxley. Fucking different dude. That's true. It's not the same guy. Yeah. When he when he comes back, will he not be married to Renee Young? I don't know. It would be the weirdest repackage, though, because he, he would come back wearing the same wife beater and jeans that he was wearing yeah. before. Which is One more point. Do you think that's why WWE announced that Dean Ambrose was not re-signing when they did. Well, yeah, that goes back to Jason's... That would be part of the whole plan to repackage That's so him. fucked. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see but, what happens. But, but, what's Viper Mox doing in the impact zone? No? I don't think he'd be... He would just be John Moxley. They don't well, why did they say name. Mox? They didn't say Moxley. It's at M-O-X. Purposely. He, cha- he changed his Twitter name to John Moxley. Mox would be a nickname for John yeah. Moxley. Yes, because it would be, it's Mox time. <laughs> All right, so we we finally get our He's dream match. He's in the Mox zone. Good. Uh, uh, we finally get a dream match of Seth Rollins and AJ Styles, and it's boring as shit. Um, at least in my opinion, this is boring as shit. Um, right. oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, if you if you have if you have a different of opinion difference of opinion I, on so. I, I thought the promo was, was were okay, but here's the thing. I, I wasn't crazy about the segment on Raw, but 
it seemed like it was the start of an AJ heel turn mm-hmm. on the same night that they brought Anderson and Gallows to Raw for no apparent reason. And if the plan here is AJ turns heel and reunites the club, I'm fucking all in. That's a different company. <laughs> um, no, no, I didn't say Bullet Club. I said The Club. Yes. No, you uh, said all eight, in. Uh, Ace Matter on the side with a spoiler. Batman dies in Endgame. Uh, moving on. <laughs> I've uh, seen the movie, so no, no, he doesn't. <laughs> Anyone else here seen the movie? I, I get to see it tomorrow, thank God. So can I spoil it? No, please don't. <laughs> I will drive down to Oxford, Massachusetts and kick you right in the deck. <laughs> We're giving away phone numbers. We're giving away city. <laughs> oh, my bad. But uh, Smathers does say he wasn't expecting Blade to be the one to take him out, though. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> see, see, Sal, you look very confused. But the 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 funny thing here is that uh, Batman is a DC. I understand that. Didn't show up. In it. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, back back to AJ our and Seth. yeah. Um. Uh. I got the same thing that Jason did. It turned. It seems like he's gonna go heel. I mean, they really don't need another baby on Raw, really. So you need another top heel that can go and have really good matches with Rollins. So give it to him. Sammy. 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 Sammy should be the top heel. Why Uh, would Sammy want to win the title? He hates wrestling. He would want to win the title because he. Lashley Go ahead. Could do it. Lashley, Lashley could do it, yeah. That should be a good top heel. Yeah. Oh, Lashley's awful. No, he's Bobby Lashley you. knows Bobby Lashley is the best. We love you, Bobby. Bobby Lashley paired up with Leo Rush is not a good combination. Bobby Lashley on his own can be a star. I've never liked him. My well, you see, but that but that goes along with you never see his work and impact. His work and impact was totally different, and it was no, I, great. Had, I, I I had seen his stuff on impact. Well, then you should know he's fucking great in that. Yeah, he could be money, but I don't necessarily agree with him calling, you know, referring to himself in the third person if that's his new crutch. No, but I sort of love the almighty thing. I think there's a lot of legs to that if it's done. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, no, getting back to Seth and AJ, so. I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with Troy. This AJ's very bland right now. I don't know why. I think the whole presentation has gone stale. Um, if we are setting up for an eventual heel turn, great, fine. If we're not, we're going to get a lot of more boring from Seth and AJ going forward. Can I, can I just say never rest, never rust might be the worst fucking slogan yeah, in wrestling, it doesn't even fucking make sense. It's fucking awful. Now, yeah. Troy, you were and still are, I assume, a Seth Rollins fan. Just as dick. <laughs> but yeah, what is what is missing from this? I don't. From it dick? just doesn't. No, from Seth versus AJ, it just Jesus. doesn't seem about like, like anything. Even though it should be fire, it's not. Uh, about 15 inches of elevation, I think, is what's missing from his dick. It's just, it's too. An angle, a 45 degree angle. A 45 degree angle is obviously. <laughs> uh, what's missing from it is a heel. It's missing the fire because Seth burned everything down already. That's true. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, 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 they're still sort of playing nice with each other. And Seth needs somebody who's a complete asshole to go against. Because like Brock. 
I mean, it worked. When he won the title, it worked. Did it, though? Did it People though? got behind I Seth, I think. Was that, that, that the Universal title program was so hot, it was the first match on the WrestleMania card. Were people excited to see Seth win that belt? Sure. Yeah, that's all I'm yeah. saying. Were people excited to see Seth win that belt, or were people excited to see Brock lose that belt? Yeah, yeah, both. People would have cheered. People would have cheered Baron Corbin taking that belt off of him. Uh, well, I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump in the line there. All right. Well, um, all I'm all I'm saying is Seth and AJ is so boring that twice during this conversation we have talked about other things. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, we were talking about at one point Joel Embiid, and then we were talking about the fucking Avengers oh, movie. Right, no. We've been we've been sort of all over the map. Bobby Ashley. Well, we always do. Uh, all right. <laughs> So uh, we're going to move on from from one fisting man to another fisting man. But stop me if you've heard this before. But Roman Reigns had, his, had Roman Reigns had the odds stacked against him on SmackDown and overcame uh, them. And overcame him. He just he just keeps he just keeps they just keep trying to keep him down. And he just keeps overcoming. I don't I don't understand how it keeps working this way. Uh, so of course Roman Reigns uh, after Superman punching uh, the idiocy out of Vince McMahon, it, it it came back. It didn't last very long. Uh, of course, is now got a stat against him where Shane McMahon is an enemy of him because apparently Shane McMahon, while being an asshole, still loves his daddy. Uh, although his daddy doesn't love him as much as John Cena does, but <laughs> one of them, one of them makes some money, the other one costs some money. Uh, so his the odds stacked against him were the B team. <laughs> for what it's worth. Uh, but of course, Roman Reigns was able to overcome the uh, onslaught. Well, it was also Elias as a special guest referee. Yes. Yes. It was as special enforcer. But yeah. Yes. So Roman Reigns overcame three guys, which is why he's only facing one guy at the pay per view. This so is where one I sort guy of get is annoyed. This is where I sort of get annoyed. Because you could have very easily had them cheat and steal and lie and rob fucking that win out of Roman. Right. And it wouldn't have hurt Roman one fucking bit. No, it would have helped him. Right. Yes. I think that would have yeah, made him would more sympathetic. Him. Exactly. And I think they fucked it up again. Because they have this innate desire to make sure that their fucking top guys never go under. That's right. Like they did for years with John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, bullshit. John Cena went an entire fucking year where he didn't win a match, asshole. Yeah, so. no, no, I, I, I remember that, yeah, but I also yeah. remember him beating um, Wade Barrett in a match that he probably should have at least they should have cheated and had Wade Barrett win, but that's... Hey, you know what? Wade Barrett wasn't as good as everyone thought Okay, okay, again. Because I'm going to fucking have this conversation again, because every time you guys fucking bring this shit up, I have to point this out again. Please, oh. please, go back in the history of professional wrestling in the WWE and tell me another guy who's reached the level that Cena had that put over more people than that fucking guy did. One person. Hogan, Warrior, Savage, any of them. Any of them put over the type of the amount of people that fucking Cena did while he was a top guy. Punk, any of them. Rock, Austin. I've not seen it in book this shit. No, no, but he's got his golden shovel. So he just no, no, I'm, never, I'm not saying he did this. I'm saying Vince did this. The point and, and, is, Cena did more to try to help elevate young talent, up-and-coming young talent, than any of the fucking guys who had that spot before him ever did. Just saying. Going back to my original point, like you said, Vince doesn't like his top guys to lose, ever. So instead of Drew being elevated and Roman, <laughs> and Roman losing at Mania, Roman wins. 
And now, on a very simple match on SmackDown, Roman wins again. I said at the time the wrong guy won at Mania, so. That's fine. I just, I like Roman. I think Roman's a great worker. Same here. I don't understand what they're doing with him. I really don't. Smathers wants to know if it's cool if he spoils Endgame since Ginger doesn't know where he lives. <laughs> I'll find you. <laughs> he will. He'll dedicate his life to finding you. Okay, so. Troy said yes. It's okay. Okay, so hold on one second. <laughs> Troy? He's not reading the sign. Yes. <laughs> Say what you just said about Wade Barrett. He wasn't as good as everyone thought you think he was. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're a dick. Hey, hey, you know, you know who? You know who else wasn't as good as everyone thought they, they were? Fucking Damian Sandow. Yep. Everyone sucked that guy's fucking dick. And, every, and when he was free, everyone's like, he's finally free to do whatever he wants. And he fucking sucked. Again, right. I go back. WWE okay, I'll give you that. WWE doesn't typically make too many mistakes when they release guys like that. The internet well, thinks they do. But Wade they left. Do. He just didn't resign, I think, right? Wade Correct. didn't sign. I don't yeah. think he got released. Right. Oh, that was his issue. Right, and he hasn't wrestled since. Right, and Wade would have 100% re-signed if they were pushing him. Yeah. Probably. Well, they weren't doing anything with him, so... That's why he didn't re-sign. It wasn't like he left. Okay, so ultimately... I I enjoyed his work. His work was fine. Again, so this is where we get mixed up a lot, I think. His work was fine. Um, Neville's work was fine. Um, Neville's work was great. I I, I enjoyed Neville's work a lot. Sure, but... To the same point with Cody, and Cody's a good worker. The WWE was never going to push them to the level they thought they should have been at. Well, to that point, unfortunately, Wade, every time they tried to, got injured. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, I I, and, and I don't... Yeah, and exactly. I think they would have. Um, but... Um, uh, so in How the that fuck aspect, did we get on a Wade Barrett debate? <laughs> fucking Troy had to open his big fucking mouth and talk shit about him. Um, How about if I just I, spoil Endgame and we'll watch Ginger's head explode instead for the next 20 minutes? That's, hey, no, well, you specifically a couple weeks ago said if anybody spoils Endgame that you were going to mm-hmm. like rip their throat out. Yeah, but now I've seen it, so I don't yeah, give a Yeah, but I, I didn't have a babysitter last weekend. I have one tomorrow. That's so anyways. My, my point is, if, if if you care about spoilers, you make it a priority to go see it on the first weekend. I did. I I, I haven't been able to watch it, but you know what I did? I read Wikipedia because I knew it was going to get spoiled for me. So okay, I already know what happened. Okay, so back to the original <laughs> point. You should follow LaShawn McCoy on Twitter, Ginger. Just say. <sighs> no. Um... <laughs> Reigns needs to suffer a traumatic loss. <laughs> like leukemia. <laughs> hey, hey, that worked. Wow. For like a week. <laughs> it, it, it did work for like a week, but they, he was like the most cheered guy in the world when he came back, and then they just let it all go to shit, didn't it's they? It's not, I mean, no, it's, it's not no, all they the way didn't. Back. They did. They did not let it all go to shit. The fans eventually got over it and remembered. Oh, that's right. We hate this guy. They don't, <laughs> they, they they don't hate the guy. That's the fucking problem. They don't hate the guy. No, they, they hate don't. how he's fucking booked. That's it. There you go. And you know, he he came back. He wasn't instantly thrust back into the main event. He wasn't instantly thrust back into a title no, picture. But he was he instantly was... thrust back into a WrestleMania program against one of the biggest up and coming heels in the company, and, and made a job clean for no fucking reason. And it to wasn't even no a end. good match. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Smathers on the side says Cena was the greatest at putting people over since Ric Flair. There you go. The only way the fucking Roman thing could have been worse was if they brought him back and put him into the main event at WrestleMania with Seth oh, and, and Lesnar. That's the only way it would have been worse. Half that crowd would have gone for the bathroom break during that match. Are we are we finished talking about Roman Reigns? Are we going to move on to some other shit? Or does anyone else have anything to say? I'm good. All right. Uh, so this is going to be a two-parter because there's not enough content for it. Uh, Joey Ryan has said he's doing a farewell tour of the indies. Um, of course, people are thinking that he's signing with AEW or WWE. Personally, I don't see why he'd be doing a farewell tour of the indies if he's going to AEW because they don't sign exclusive contracts. He's been on being the elite almost every week. I can't imagine he's not going to AEW. Yeah, but I also don't understand why he's doing a farewell tour of the indies when he's still probably going to be doing indie tour. Indie days. He probably won't be doing indie days. He'll probably do AEW and run his bar wrestling company. Right. About it. Yeah. Um, so, but to, but in related news, he might have a new person taking his place at the indies. In one Leo Rush, <laughs> which is the segue I wanted to use, uh, because Mr. Leo Rush has been sort of running his mouth a little bit. Now we're going to we're going to preface this conversation with see I'd have gone with Joey this... Ryan saying goodbye to the Indies while someone else is about to say hello. <laughs> um, so we've been we have been getting a little bit of the like he said she said kind of stuff, but then of course Leo Rush did fucking come out and blast everyone for putting his business out there and then put his business out there so uh but essentially we had started to hear some reports that leah rush had some heat backstage um there was a report that he got into it with finn balor because balor because leah rush wanted to have his wife be present at creative meetings and finn balor apparently told him no, it was, that's it was like rehearsals Rehearsals, yeah, rehearsals, yep. Yeah. And Finn Balor said Vince probably wouldn't enjoy that too much, and Leo, I guess, went off on him a little bit. Uh, we then also heard that Leo Rush thought that he should be a babyface and that he should be a main eventer, and that. Uh, um, so then, recently, or as much as I think it was yesterday or today, Mark Henry came out and said that he had he he went to Leo Rush, and Mark is a guy who prides himself on being a mentor to guys. There's a lot of people in the back that have said that Mark is, is a fantastic guy, has mentored them, has helped them out and things like that. So Mark was starting to hear some things in the back, went to Leo and, and, and asked him how everything was going. He's been hearing some things and Leo said, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. So now Mark took that as Leo lying to his face. Now maybe Leo just didn't want to bring up his personal shit. You know, give give the guy a little bit of credit if he wants to, if he doesn't want to talk about it like that. But of course, you know, is is it a mistake for him not to confide in Mark Henry? Probably, but again, yeah. it's that's his that's his own life. He's going to make the decisions he wants to make. Um, but essentially, and Leo has come out himself and said this, he feels he's not making enough money. He feels that he him having to pay for he he doesn't have enough money to pay for rent a cars and hotels and stuff like that. Well, you're making some good money. If you're not spending your money wisely, that's on you, bro. So there's that aspect of it. But uh, yes, again, um, Mark made the comments where Leo was refusing or was was not doing what Mark and some of the other wrestlers feel is like a rite of passage as a new coming wrestler. 
you carry a guy's a guy's bags who's been there before you. You you have a drink of water for him ready as soon as he's done with his match. You you drive. You're the one who drives him around stuff like that. It's sort of like a a, a rite of passage for any newcoming wrestler. And Leo didn't feel like he had to do that. Um, so you know, but Leo has said that he he loves Bobby. He doesn't have a problem with Bobby. He's you know he just just feels like he would be better served on his own. Which he's now on his own, because it sounds like they're dumping him down to NXT. So, <laughs> uh, but I want to get you know your guys' opinion on on the different things going on with Leo Rush. Obviously, Leo is a guy from up in your neck of the woods, um, and you guys seem to have had been a little bit um, excited for him when he first got announced as joining NXT. So. Uh, Ginger, what what you've kind of heard all of this different shit. What are your what's your opinion on the Leo Rush situation? Um, if, if all that is being said is true, what a self entitled fucking bitch! Honest to God, you think you're too good to carry somebody's bags when you are probably one of the more greener guys on the roster, dude. Compared to how things used to be, I thankfully I, I never lived through this era, be, era because I would have never made it. You were the bitch for every single person above you that was a veteran if you were coming into the business. And apparently, I read this earlier today, uh, I don't know if it's rumor or if it's confirmed or not, apparently WWE offered him a 300K um, contract for five years. And apparently he turned it down and said double that. It's like, dude, how? If that's true, how do you have the balls to do that when you are already having issues in the back? That's not going to help your case if that's true. If you turn, if you turn around and say, "Oh, I'm worth double that," dude, smarten up, man. You're not king shit. And if it's if all this stuff isn't true then it's just whatever we move on from it but mm-hmm. smarten up man if you're if you're the green guy you're carrying bags you're doing all that stuff get used to it for a little while right and and mark henry you know did say that he was yokozuna's personal mm-hmm. you know chauffeur and carried his base over that that uh um you know stone cold did it the rock did it everyone who was big yep. has has done it and it's, it's called paying your dues. Yeah, you pay your dues, but also, like, you get a chance to work with somebody that can mentor you, you know? And Bobby's a guy who's been wrestling for a decade and mm-hmm. was is definitely the perfect guy that you'd want to be teamed up with, a guy who's been on both sides of it, WWE and the Indies. Leo wasn't on the Indies for very long before WWE became a call-in. So he really didn't even... To the point where, like... Taste. yeah. Yeah, the, today I was kind of, I was trying to remember. I was like, I'm like, did he go by Leo Rush on the Indies? And I was like, I'm like, yeah. I don't. He, he did, he did. But then I like looked at his Wikipedia. I was like, boy, he really didn't do much time on the Indies at all. And I mean, you know, he he went to NXT and then was barely on there. And because of his size, they moved him right to 205 Live. So, but again, on 205 Live, he didn't accomplish anything. He didn't do much. And then they made him a manager. And guess what? And like. Your manager right now. If you if you want to be a wrestler, that's great. He but has, you haven't. Go ahead. He has two major incidents of heat and zero major wins. 
Yes. <laughs> right, that's, that's really all you need to know about the guy. We talk, mm-hmm. some of us talk and, and bitch and complain about the entitled generation in the world right now. This is the entitled generation coming into <laughs> wrestling. And, we're seeing, and it's not just Leo. You listen to stories of what, what went down with Sasha and Bailey. It's sort of that mm-hmm. same thing of like, I, I, and the fans are somewhat responsible for it with things like you deserve it, etc. Nobody deserves anything. You earn something. Yep. And in this particular case, Leo hasn't earned shit. He's earned the right to have a job in WWE because they've cho- they've deemed that he they feel he deserves one. Mm-hmm. That's it. You want perks? You want packages? You want to be treated differently? You're in the wrong fucking place because there's decades of people who have done it before you who didn't bitch about it and appreciated the opportunities they had. It's not easy for anybody. It's a hard fucking profession that you chose to get yourself involved in. You can't take it? Fucking go home and find a job at Walmart. Right. And the the, the biggest thing is, is that a lot of things go against them when you have guys like Kofi Kingston right now who for for 11 years didn't complain and eventually got his shot. But he he worked every little thing that was his way and everything like that, and eventually it worked out for him. Uh, Kofi's not even the comparison, though, man. Here's the thing. like You're going to sit here and bitch about all this stuff, go uh, uh, pu- very publicly bitch about the things. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have enough money. I have to do the hush. What about a guy like Curtis Axel? Can yeah. I imagine he's making much more, and he's fucking paying his dues and going up and down the road and paying for his hotel same fucking way mm-hmm. he doesn't get to see his fucking family because he doesn't bring his fiance or fucking wife on the road with them like you gotta be in the locker room with these guys and when you publicly come out and put yourself above them which is basically what he did you have a very fucking tough time in that locker room yeah you are my, digging a deep grave mm-hmm. yeah my my favorite thing was uh i saw a thing with carl anderson Somebody, obviously, that has been completely underutilized and everything like that. And, you know, people had asked him, well, you know, you're not being used and everything like that. And he just showed his house, and he, it was this big fucking house, and he's like, that's what being in WWE bought me. <laughs> so it's like, you know, he understands. He's like, I'm, I'm getting bought, paid. Bought I'm him and his hot Asian wife. Yeah, him and his hot Asian wife had bought them a house, and that they cashed in. They they did the, they paid their dues on the fucking indies more so over than most people have, and cashed in on it. And yeah, of course they want to be used, but you know what? They're also not complaining they're not being used. Now they're not renewing, but that's only because they got their money, and now they're going to turn around and go and and return back to being wrestling. You know, a couple of days a week and things like that, and wrestling for. Companies that want to use him a little bit more, and and he will make more money as a result of being able to say former yeah. WWE superstar. Yeah, is there is there a Leo Rush, Rush T-shirt that you can buy right now? Well, that's part of his his beef is that his catchphrase is on the back of the Bobby Lashley shirt, and he gets no royalties off of it. <laughs> well, that's do you get for being a bitch? I mean. <laughs> Do do a do a lot of the guys get royalties for their shirts? Yes. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> yep, they do. They get royalty checks every month. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and sell. So, uh, there was a picture that we got shown a few weeks ago where Jeff had met Teddy Hart, and Teddy Hart was one of the youngest guys ever signed to a WWE contract, but. You hear all the stories throughout the years of his maturity. Oh, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. But the reason he didn't Loves was no longer 
the reason he was no longer signed to the WWE is because he had an attitude problem. Mm-hmm. And and I'm, I'm starting to wonder when I hear things like this about Leo, if they should have an age limit for people they sign. Because I don't think you can be 24 years old and work two years in this business and understand. That's bullshit. Randy Orton was just uh, fine. Uh, Yo, yeah. Yeah. He was just yeah. fucking great. But uh, his dad was in the business, so he knew how to do things. But you listen to like a guy like Finn Balor tell his story, right? <laughs> and he was, he, you know, he got an opportunity to go be a young boy in Japan at 24. And he went there, and he learned, and he slaved, and he cooked their food. So this is bullshit, though, Sal. Here's the problem. There is no fucking formula. Every person's path and journey is different. And different people have different experiences, and all those experiences formulate who you are. Ultimately, you can survive in any environment if you're willing to adapt and thrive. If you go into a a different environment and demand that the environment change for you, guess what? Doesn't matter what fucking environment it is, you're going to fucking die in that environment. Yeah, you gotta you gotta think of it the same way as like an NBA or NFL draft. They're all the same age that they get bigger, and some guys are Matt Liner, who turn around and party themselves out of the league, and other guys are like Peyton Manning, who get drafted at age twenty twenty one and wind up having a fucking successful career and are able to handle their shit. Paige was signed to the WWE when she was young. She handled her shit. She got a little fucking bumpy there in the middle, but that was a well, that no, was a different thing. We just thing found out about that. shit she did in the, at the beginning. Yeah. Right, exactly. But again, I mean, there are... Paige Paige also got involved with a known piece of shit that probably almost killed her at different points. Yes, that's a whole Good on Todd Sobel. But yeah, you you have to look at it case by case. That's why she caught the clap. Leo Rush Rush just can't handle his business right now. I mean, look at at Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre had a bad fucking attitude. He got fired. I was going to say, by his own admission, he said he wasn't ready for the spot he was given. Same thing thing with Kenny Omega and Tommaso Ciampa. Those guys have also... Tommaso is a great example. Yeah, those Mm -hmm. guys also turned around. They had these WWE contracts, stuff like that. Realized they squandered it, and they were better off for it now. And maybe that's what happened, needs to happen to Leo. Maybe I was going to say, for all agreement, they should just fire him. I they should just fire him, yeah. <laughs> because he's not going to make it any better. Or, I wouldn't say fire him, but have somebody pull him aside and be like, hey, listen, this they is tried with Mark. That's what they did with the tweet about Asuka and Emma. <laughs> do, 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 do you want to know what the, the comparison for Leo Rush is? It's Enzo Amore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. get him out. Guy yeah. whose mouth oh. just... Keeps running his mouth, his very overinflated sense of what he's actually worth and to the product, and will probably flame out. And they'll continue to do what they did with Enzo. They'll try to find a way to make something out of him. They'll stick him on 205 Live. They may even put the fucking Cruiserweight Championship on him. But ultimately, he's either going to adapt or he's going to die in that environment, like I said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And again, I mean, at at least Enzo was over with the crowd. Leo was not really over with the crowd. No, so. Leo, I will say as a fan, from what I can see, Leo is talented. He's got talent. He's sure. got speed. Yeah. But that you're you're absolutely right when you when you say he hasn't done shit in this. Yeah. You know you know you know who else is talent? Who's a piece of shit? Joel Embiid. <laughs> <laughs> well, tons of talent and thinks that he's fucking God's gift. But guess what? He ain't. Known piece of shit, Joel Embiid. So, yep. that 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 right there that's your episode title yeah. all right so so moving on uh we we learned that one william goldberg will be joining <laughs> and 
for a what appears to be a one-off appearance with WWE. Uh, so known known list of people who will go over young guys: Bill Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, and the Undertaker. The Undertaker. How much money do you think it costs WWE to get Bill Goldberg to go? Couple That's mil. it. Some really? For sure. A couple mil. Some I mean, yeah. it, if not eight, they're they're getting paid like a billion dollars to go Dude. over there. So a couple mil is a fucking drop in a bucket, bro. <laughs> no, but if I'm Goldberg and I'm what fifty. Five at this point, or is he fifty? I don't know. I'm sorry. How many if, millions do you have? Yeah. Oh no 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 no! I'm not saying how many millions do I have. I'm saying if how I'm Bill Goldberg. How many millions do you think Goldberg has? You do understand that this guy right. still gets, he has other adventures outside of wrestling. He, does, he hasn't like you, worked consistently in the wrestling business in like a dec over a decade, right? Yeah. yeah, but when they brought him back, I'm sure they paid him a very pretty penny. Oh, they did, I'm sure and they they're, did. But, and they're they're paying they're paying him for one appearance. Right. Mm-hmm. And the guy Shawn still... Michaels. Yeah. Oh no, they backed up the Brinks truck for Sean. I mean, right. he said it himself pretty much. And right. you, and you know what they they paid him? Probably a couple mil. Right. <laughs> so, I don't I don't understand I, why I, I, what what do you I think don't... that they paid him 500 million dollars for no. one it's, <laughs> it's one night of work, Sal. You get 2 million for one night of work. We're going to pay you half If Brock got 10 a year on his last contract for Five matches One a year. One fucking night, Sal. And you don't think Sean got five million for that night? No. Yes. I, I don't. Um, Sean fucking Michaels to come out of retirement and go they, to Saudi They had Arabia? to have given him. One million dollars for one night of work is one of the largest paydays in the history of professional wrestling. Who got that? Probably Shawn Michaels. I, I think I think it was Shawn Michaels' taker. I don't know. I'm saying Sean got more. We'll never know how much Goldberg's getting to go over there. But like you said, definitely seven figures. Yeah, it's, it's seven figures, whether it's one or two million, but it's not much more than that. Do you think their safety comes into play, though, considering you're going to a place like Saudi Arabia? It's not, I mean... Yes. <laughs> Shawn Michaels was paid $3 million to appear, appear at Crown Jewel. Okay. I said five, so it was three. All right, three. So, That's so how much? So, how much? How much money do you think they're paying Gil, Bill, Bill Goldberg? A couple mil. Paying Gilberg? Gil, yeah, <laughs> you're paying Gilberg. Yeah. Um, so, so exactly what I said. They were paying him. They'll pay a him couple two mil. million, but he has to have that match with Chris Jericho finally. <laughs> God damn, pal. Yeah, and again, I mean, also like Bill Goldberg still gets royalty checks from WCW days. Like people still people still buy that shit and and he still gets money from the WWE Network from them putting WCW pay per views. He gets a lot like of that. money from other stuff. He's on NASCAR yeah. stuff. He's on TV yeah. on like the yeah. Food Network. And, like and and they're going the to pay him two of, or three million there for one night. <laughs> the beauty of podcasting with Sal is Sal will argue with you and then give perfect reasons why your case is like totally <laughs> legitimate. Uh, yeah, you're agreeing with me. No, but you were you were saying like Bill Goldberg needed money to like he oh he hasn't worked in a long time. He, you know whatever they're gonna give him, he'll take. No, I don't think he has. Who to the do that. fuck said that? Nobody no, said no, that. No, no, you no, said no. that. I, said uh, that. I, I slightly said that. took it that way as well. Thank Who said you. That? Well, you did. He, he Sal's kind of blowing it a little out of proportion, but you guys almost made it sound like he was like he was comfortable, but he could use a couple extra mil. I'm sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
I'm sorry. I don't care if you're fucking yeah, Bill Gates. <laughs> if someone goes up to you and says, I'll give you a million dollars for one night of work, guess what? You're fucking doing it. I'll suck a dick for a mil. You'll suck a dick for a cheeseburger, Ginger. Jesus Christ. I got these cheeseburgers, man. Wait, so you said you don't care who they are? That if someone's giving you a couple mil, you'll do it for one night of work? Yes. So if Cody Rhodes called Hunter and was like, hey, Triple H, I'll give you $2 million to show up at Double or Nothing and cut a promo, you'd think he would do it. Would yeah, he sorry. do it? Yes, he'd be. He's contractually prevented from doing it. Yes. That's that's a fucking horrible comparison, my man. Yeah. If, if Hunter were uh, unemployed, were not employed by WWE, abso-fucking-lutely. Oh yeah. No, but that's what I mean. There's certain things that either. Okay. What the fuck do you mean? I can't follow yeah. it. I, I'm not. I'm not sure what you mean because it's it's the same argument. Because he said as anybody, like, and I'm saying no. There's certain circumstances that it doesn't well, matter how much money you throw at somebody, they're not okay. going to. Yeah, if it's fucking illegal for you to appear, you won't do it. Yeah, congratulations. Borderline illegal because they fucking <laughs> kill women over there, dude. So if I'm Bill Goldberg. I'm really thinking about that. Do I really need that money? Because right he's right a woman? Wait, 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 wait. Yes. So you're saying that in America they never kill women? Oh, no, no, no. Not saying. So you're, you're saying that in America they never kill gay people or black people? Or in, in New York, rap- a 14-year-old girl just got raped by her bus driver, and he got zero jail time. Oh, my God. So... so- so let's so let's let's back down off that high horse because right. Saudi Arabia is bad. So is America. And Saudi yes, Arabia is probably a lot worse. Saudi Arabia is also less pretentious about pretending they're not. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> At least That's... they are what they are, and they're open so, about it. So so let's let's be fair here because so you're saying that Bill Gold, Bill Goldberg should turn down. WWE no, giving no, no. money to appear in Saudi Arabia because they kill people, but yet Vince McMahon assisted in covering up a murder of a woman wow. in the room because one of his wrestlers pretended to be a savage and couldn't speak English. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to figure out what you feel is too much of a bad person to not accept money from. Vince is a bad person. We know that. Okay, so Bill Goldberg has already accepted money from Vince McMahon. He's going to do it again. Doesn't matter that in the back end, we're not talking about Paige. Okay. In the back oh. end, that Saudi, that that a couple people in Saudi Arabia gave him money. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait so, a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We have a guy like Sami Zayn on the hold roster. On, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Who was not getting the payday Bill Goldberg was getting, and he refused to go. And he was allowed to not go. He, he was also not going to be allowed in the country. Um, <laughs> that, that made that decision a lot easier. Um, two things on the side. Big Kane says uh, one million for CM Punk to run in and GTS Shane McMahon at Money in the Bank. Sure, <laughs> I uh, fucking CM Punk would probably take that, especially with his legal fees at the moment. Uh, and then Smathers says Saudi Arabia kills great gay people in the streets. They are worse. Let me introduce you, sir, to West Texas, where they drag gay people by their cars in the middle yep. of the streets until they die. So, yep. <laughs> again... Look up some of those crimes over in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, again, it's, not it's so saying easy. either is good, just yeah. saying one is less... Uh, one is more open about it. Yes, exactly. We're, 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 we're sure. just saying that there are people 
one of the hosts of the show, that will turn around and say, I'm not going to watch Crown Jewel because it's in Saudi Arabia. But he doesn't cancel the WWE Network. He doesn't stop buying T-shirts from WWE. He doesn't stop watching the, the watching their weekly program and going to their events, which is this, you're still supporting them. You're also, every single one of us right now, are probably wearing shirts from made in China. Right. <laughs> who kill young girls because they're not boys. Okay? Sweatshops, too. So let's so let's not try to pretend that we're this fucking pillar of excellence here, and let's say that everyone so, in the world is shit. So we get <laughs> off our high horses. If you tell me I don't want to watch Crown Jewel because I think it's going to be shit, that's fine. That's a perfectly acceptable reason not to watch it. But if you tell me you're not going to watch Crown Jewel because of the fact that it takes place in Saudi Arabia, get off your high horse and get over yourself. So, Did you watch Crown Jewel last year? Yes. When it was live? Yes. Okay. Did I watch The Greatest Royal Rumble when it was live? Yes. I, I did not because I'm not necessarily for any high horse reason, just because these fucking things are always shitty. And, 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 yeah, and, and, and it's and like a Friday a, at like 12 and, o'clock. Yeah, that is, perfect, that is a perfectly acceptable reason. That's, that's, per, that's a perfect reason to say, hey, I don't want to watch it because I think it's going to be shit. That's fine. Uh, yes, Ginger. Smathers, um, hold on, can, can I just get to Smathers because he, he did post a response to what we said uh, and said, it's illegal in Texas, it's applauded and legal in Arabia, uh, to which I say there are plenty of corners in this country where it's very wildly applauded. Um, <laughs> and as far as it being illegal, it being illegal and actually prosecuting people for <laughs> doing it are two very, very fucking different things. Go ahead, Ginger. Uh, can I say that I hate the fact that Bill Goldberg is coming back again? That's all. That's see, and that's a perfectly acceptable. Is it because he's Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Hold on, I just realized they're sending the big Jew over to Saudi Arabia. Holy shit! <laughs> but I no, until just now, wow. Yeah, it's dumb. They should have just left it at when he lost to Brock. That should have been it. But, right, but again, I mean, they're they're putting on a show for people who are paying a lot of fucking money, and yes, and, and Bill Ginger, it's, it's was basically requested. Ginger. It's basically a sold show. Yeah, it's a sold show. It's not so a the person, the person paying for the show gets to fucking choose who they yeah. want on the show. Yeah. It's like and, if you your local indie promotion were running a fucking birthday party for your oh, kid. It's like tr- okay, trust well, me, I, you I, want? I I get this, but yeah. I'm just saying as a fan. I hate the fact that they're bringing Bill Goldberg. Don't right. watch it. Don't watch it, and it will have oh, no, never I'll, happened. I'll, I'll, I'll still watch it. No, no, but what I'm saying is if it bothers you, don't watch it, and don't it will have it. never happened, because it's yeah. not canon for the TV show. Yeah, that would be my bathroom break match. Hence why I have never seen Shawn Michaels wrestle since 26. Same here. Yep. I don't care to, and it's not necessarily because of what happens in Saudi Arabia, but... No, I don't want him to see. I don't. No, even, I don't I, care if it was in fucking Canada. I don't really want him to take a no, payday for I a half-ass match. Of, you know, thirty years later, past his prime. I do. If you told me tomorrow at WrestleMania or Money in the Bank, we're gonna have Shawn Michaels versus AJ Styles. I'm fucking there. I'm Eyeballs there. glued no. to the fucking TV. Absolutely. If you tell me you got Shawn Michaels and Triple H versus Kane and Undertaker, right. I'm fucking taking a shit or finding something else to yeah, do. Because yeah. who gives a yeah? Exact. And, and that's true. I guess it does depend on the opponent. And we don't know, by the way, who Goldberg will be fighting, or has that been announced? Nope. That's Coffee Kingston. 
Nope, nobody, no, nothing's been announced yet on, on any of the matches that is going to take place there or, or what anybody's facing or anything on that. Um, so one, one final thing before we get to our main event. Uh, if, you, if you feel that you need to get up on your high horse and turn around and not watch the show, just know it doesn't matter because they don't care about the ratings for that because it's a paid show. They already got their money. They don't care if you watch it or not. Well, it's it's sort of like it's all oh, about I don't, money. I don't, I don't yeah. like either of these candidates, so I'm not going to vote. Well, okay, that doesn't okay, really well, impact that's stupid. That happens, so. <laughs> yeah. so you just threw you just threw away. So your little peaceful protest of not watching it doesn't do anything. You want to do something? Go fucking donate some money to a women's shelter or something like that. If you really if you really want to fucking protest that they're going to Saudi Arabia, do something useful, not bitch about it online and not watch it watch a fucking TV program. There was a time Anyways. when I was when I was dating my wife back in the day where we were in the car and she said something we were fighting and I was pissed off at her and she pulls up at the gas station and she goes to give me hers before we were married she goes to give me her card to fill up her gas tank for her and I was like fuck that and I just pulled out my card like and I, was like, I just fucking spent a bunch of money and that didn't prove my point at all and that's kind of the same thing it's like you're just fucking taking away from your own shit to sort of try to prove a point to somebody who's not going to get the point, so it doesn't fucking matter. Right. Uh, so, because of the fact that we didn't have any better idea, I figured for our main event this week, we would each take a turn on... Titties! Fixing... No, we did that at the start of the show. Oh. Hmm. Uh, we would all take a turn on fixing the WWE's tag team division. So we can obviously I, I talked first? about some of the... Yeah, that's fine. We have, we obviously I'm I'm still introing, but yes, you can go right after I'm done introing. <laughs> uh, so I brought it up at the beginning of the, of the show during our perfect ten, the the issues that we had on both sides of it. So, Jason, start us off. How do you how do we fix Raw and SmackDown safety divisions at this point? Just cancel. Them. Perfect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, but really, as long as Vince is in charge, that's the only thing you're gonna be able to do because yep. he doesn't like tag team wrestling doesn't value it doesn't appreciate it it's never going to be a high priority in this company as long as vince is in charge triple h different story the tag team division is treated with credibility and integrity and import down in nxt once vince is gone maybe things change until then i don't see it happening how would i fix it if it was personally up to me Mm -hmm. um at this point, I think you've broken up and splintered so many teams that what you would have to do is create one tag title that floats between shows um, and sort of re- reshuffle the tag teams again because now they're pretty much all on Raw. Um, and you're going to have to put a focus on signing tag teams exclusively and that are not just guys that you've thrown together. Okay. Ginger, what are your, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, pretty much that. I mean, if... If we were fixing this, <clears throat> you got to put the main focus on your tag team division. You need to, you need to bring in more tag teams. Unless, <laughs> unless, unless. <laughs> That's a Sal answer. How do you fix the tag team division? Bring in more, more tag teams. <laughs> <laughs> if, if saying if Vince wasn't in control of it. If Vince wasn't in control of it, we wouldn't have this problem. I think. If... How, how do you get more sex? You just fuck more often. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I feel like just giving up tonight. Um, <laughs> not a lot of strong candidates for episode titles in this one. Jesus. Um, if if Vince wants to start caring, just hand the tag team division to somebody else, anybody else, because obviously he doesn't give a shit. And it's been proven since. Fuck! Since the end of Edge Christian, we brought we brought it up earlier. Since the end of the the could you, you say Attitude Era tag teams? You can say it as soon as, soon as uh, Paul London and Brian Kendrick were champions. You can say it. <laughs> okay. Oh, they had Ashley Massaro and she brought some titties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they were the focal. She, those two two were the focal point of that tag team. <laughs> um, but uh, um, for me. <laughs> <laughs> drop two more tag teams though at the same at the same time but bring in new people as much <laughs> as much sense as that makes i know it sounds fucking stupid but i feel like heavy machinery is the most program <laughs> <laughs> heavy machinery they are junk they're not gonna go anywhere who is heavy machinery okay they're not gonna go anywhere disagree i feel See, I feel like I feel like you need a team like that. Exactly. And, I think they have a and, place. But they're not going to do anything with them. Well, we the fucking <laughs> the B team were the second most recent tag team champions, and the current tag team champions are Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. So please tell me how you can guarantee those fucking titles are not ending up in Heavy Machinery. Oh, by the way, they're <laughs> vacant, and Heavy Machinery is one of three teams on the fucking show. Yes. Here's the, a spoiler alert. They're getting those fucking belts. Yeah. Heavy Machine is your next SmackDown Tag Team Champions, buddy. Well, <laughs> and they're, and they're going to beat the B team for, to do it. Or they're going to beat two random fucking people they threw together because colognes are not making it to TV. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> well, one of them did. The, well, one of them is injured right now. So the other, they're the other not one was even, in that can't... Shane McMahon Miz beatdown. Yeah, because the other one is injured, so they they they're we can't we keep counting them as a tag team. They're not currently a tag team because one of them is out injured. So there's two. There's, there's teams. more colognes. Just grab another one. I would love to see fucking Carlito come back and just, and nobody realize that it's not that it's him and not not fucking Primo. They already did uh, that on the Edge and Christian show. You think Vince knew that he did a fucking spot on one of his produced shows? Um. Yeah, no, I'm 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 at a loss for words here. Oh, Go ahead. Ginger's giving up. Um, Mike Smathers has said, uh, "Could it survive if you put Tay teams on SmackDown and the women on Raw?" Okay, can I? No, can because I... you don't have. You'd have to put all of the women on Raw for that to work. And there's okay. like 90 women. That's not going to fucking happen. Um, <laughs> all right, not 90. <laughs> there's like 30. And you can't feature all 30 women on Raw. It's not going to fucking happen. Just bring in more of them. That'll fix it. Can I, can I give you my opinion on how to fix it? Yes. I'm looking forward to this. Quite <laughs> it's, it's not really that, you know, amazing or, or outstanding. It's, it's kind of sure. simple. It's, it's what Triple H does. See, you just put a focus on it. I mean, have the Usos. In the revival, go twenty minutes at Extreme Rules and build it, and don't have them have any type of physicality from now till then. And you're gonna have to do it slowly. You're gonna have to make these teams feel important again, and it's gonna take a lot of fucking work. And I don't think you need to bring in outside people. I think you need to build who you have. 
you can't do anything with Cesaro and Sheamus anymore because obviously Sheamus is hurt. Yeah, if you if you want to build heavy machinery, sure, but make them make the, go out there, give them fucking twenty minutes on SmackDown, even put them against the B team. But hey, Otis Dozovich has something with the crowd. I don't know what it is, but he seems like he could get over. They were handing out meat to women. Well, is it Ibis? You want some meat, pretty lady? <laughs> if you put a focus on the teams you have, I think, and you let them tell a story, I think you could rebuild the tag team vision. They don't want to. They don't want to do anything but make the revival comedy skit, but... No, no, no. Vince doesn't want to. Okay, that being said, if you put the revival and the Usos in the ring and let them go over 20 minutes, you're telling me they're not going to be over by the end of that match. Well, that's the thing. They already are over, but they're not. They're giving them stupid shit to do no i know but i'm just like how will you fix it that's it's the only way you're gonna have to go back to the basics with these these teams well i mean part of the part of the issue right now is that we have a, a tag team feud on raw that doesn't feature the raw tag team champions yeah that needs to stop too <laughs> well actually like, that's fine that's actually a step in the right direction when you have enough mm-hmm. talent that you can have yeah, multiple but, feuds that don't necessarily have to be built. Yeah, but then you need to have multiple feuds. Nobody is feuding right now with, with the fucking Major well, Brothers. <laughs> right, exactly. They, they don't have a feud. That's the problem. Well, you they're, know, they're, they're sort of dancing around the program with the War Raiders. So. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Okay. And of course, we we hope that the the Viking experience wind up destroying them for good. Yes. Rip rip that fucking toupee off of Zack Ryder. And Aww. send him right, send him right out of the fucking uh, Chelsea would be so mad. I guess that we might lose Chelsea Green that way. So. Hey, so we're not I mean, going to talk about Bray Wyatt this week. She's got him. Why? Why not? <laughs> he had another vignette. So yeah, obviously they fucking midnight. That's why. Yeah, because because shit. Because nothing nothing has come out of it yet. I mean, <sighs> all, all we would do is be like, oh, that was kind of cool. So that's that's why I didn't choose it. At any point in time. Every single person on the show has access to the rundown sheet and can put anything they want on there. I put all the to- all, all of the topics on there. Jason <laughs> moved one, put his own. You didn't move any topics. I just you figured you deleted it. Put it on there. <laughs> I just figured you delete it if you didn't put it on there. Only one way to find out. <laughs> Smather says, "Focus on them by making more of them." So simple. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Love you. <laughs> All right. I think that means he agrees with Ginger. So say maybe. There you go. All right. Let's uh let's go ahead and uh jam our big black hawk into Paige's ass here and move along to our independent dates. Lobby States Wrestling holds our annual May season finale respect on Saturday evening, May eleventh, from the John McCarthy School. Oh Jesus! I didn't edit this. Uh. <laughs> This will be the last show to late September. Jesus Christ, guys, really? All right, well, we'll see if they come back in September. Uh, matches so far, the big Woody tribute match as the unequaled asshole Todd Sopel takes on Demon Ortiz. Uh, Liberty State's Heavyweight Championship, Vern Vikello defends against the returning D.L. Hurst. Uh, the Sum Limits Championship will be defended in a four-way elimination match as Robo defends against Setherin with Vanity Vixen, Ilya Markopoulos, and fabulous Johnny Vegas. Royce Bishop will take on Club Cam. Also appearing, Johnny Vegas, Chris James, Marcos, Santiago, and many more. Tickets are just $10 general mission. Doors open at 6.30 with a bell time of 7. 
Sal. Saturday, May 18th, Bruce City Wrestling presents Retribution from the Elks Lodge 400 in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Ringside tickets are $20, $18 advance on BruceCityWrestling1.com. Doors open at 6.45. Bell time is at 7.30. See Swago as well as ROH Stars the Bouncers, plus the stars of BCW Live matches to be announced soon. Atlantic Pro Wrestling returns to the Newburyport Elks Lodge with another great night of wrestling action. Tickets $15 at the door. Advanced general admission $12. Reserved front row seats $20. Reserved second row seats $15. Reserved front and second row also receives early admission. Tickets are available at the door and at it. At their website, go to Atlantic Pro Wrestling on Facebook for more information. Doors open at 6 at 6.30 p.m. bell time. Your card looks like this. APW Heavyweight Champion Dynamite Danny Miles defends the title against number one contender Bear Bronson. The APW New England title will be on the line when Demon Ortiz defends against the masshole Mike McCarthy. In a battle for the APW Women's Championship, Vanity Vixen takes on the debuting Chris Statlander. And APW Tag Team titles will be decided as Nightbreed put the belts on the line against number one contenders American Made. Also in tag team action, the team of Venom take on the debuting Breakfast Club. More updates coming soon. And as always, the card is subject to change. Lucky Pro Wrestling presents Stampede Mayhem on Saturday, May 18th at Wendell P. Clark Memorial YMCA, 155 Central Street in Wichita, Massachusetts. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. Live wrestling at 7.30 p.m. Tickets for this event are just $15. LuckyProWrestling.com Main event in tag team action, LPW champion Vern Vicello and Royce Bishop with Danica versus WWE legend Mr. Hughes and Kellen Thomas. There should be air quotes around that. Thomas. <laughs> no, not Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Proceeds help fund the Clark YMCA's Building Brighter Futures annual campaign. Scheduled to appear, LPW Women's Champion Adira, Impact Wrestling's Alicia Edwards, Shay Cash, Sweatboy Christopher James, Dan Terry, Isana, Ronnie Ribs, Ava Everett. More to be announced except known piece of shit, Todd Sopel. He won't be there. I fucking hate him. He's a fucking giant piece of shit. I don't know who put that in there, but I love you for it. Stampede Battle Royal with the winner receiving the Wichita Cup and a Hard Knocks title match at LPW Fall Frenzy on Saturday night, September 14th at the Clinton Mass Elks Hall. And that does it for the rundown for this Thursday, May 2nd, 2019. Please rate us and review us, and we'll read your reviews on air. You can follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email to show your dick pics via rundownwrestling and gmail.com. Get over to instagram.com slash rundownwrestling and see pictures of our dicks. Go to youtube.com slash rundownwrestling and watch our dicks live. Leave us a voicemail, 617-863-6967 at 61rundown7. We are on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash rundownwrestling to become a patron. We're, of course... You get early access to some of our shows. I know Making the Grade is currently up there. And WrestleMania <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Yep. 
Check out our, our website, rundownwrestling.com, for information on all of our great shows, such as the Nitro Mania podcast, Hurry Up and Cruiserweight, Making the Great, NXT Revisited, and WrestleMania Salvation. Listen to our friends, The Brawler, Brian Malonis, and Mike Crockett on the wrestling podcast about nothing but new podcasts every Monday. Go to facebook.com slash the WPAN or the WPAN.com. Check out a friend, Justin Michaels, on his show, Yesterland Waltz. Go to yesterlandwaltz.com or watch on your Roku through the RNTV app or the 24-7 Retro app. You can follow our hosts on Twitter, at jstuart0920, at rockstartroy, at WrestleMania Sale, at Realist Tommy, at Johnny Analog, at Ginger19876543, at Hurry Up and Cruiserweight, and I don't have it updated, so go ahead. Is there is there one you would like to plug this week? I know you want to plug them. But is there, is there one that you'd like to plug this week? Jason, you can take the first one. No, go ahead. You guys do it. Okay. At Abella underscore danger and at Annabelle Peaks XX. She's okay. amazing. All right. Awesome. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks to you, Jason. Thank you, Troy. To Sal. Thank you, Troy. And Ginger. Thanks. <laughs> And thanks to Jason for being our fantastic editor and staying up late to take care of this tonight. And as I promise, I'll leave all the stuff from before the show in. Good. (laughs) Hey, you know what? It it saves you time on editing. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) If you don't don't edit, it saves you tremendous time on editing. Yes, thank you. (laughs) See, because when you're like me and you actually take the time to edit and move things around and take something from later in the show and put it at the beginning of the thing... You wind up fucking up, so it's easy if you just don't do your work. Thanks again to Sal for his use of service to the rundown, and we wish him the best of luck in his future endeavors on the Anchor Podcast. Every week you've said that, I've come back the following week. I don't think well, I'm going anywhere. Fuck, even well, Anchor doesn't want you. Well, see, now I'm, now I'm afraid that if, if, if I don't say it, you'll, you won't come back. So, so now I have to. Next week. Uh, and next thank week, you to Sal for continuing to say shit that gets us going. Next week, we continue to pledge ourselves to pictures of beautiful women, and soon, soon, we will be pledging ourselves to pictures of something else. So with that, Jason. Some of us will, but I guess that means we will (laughs) see you next Thursday. See your ass next time. Bye. This has been a production of the Rundown Wrestling Network. If you're interested in having your podcast join the Rundown Wrestling Network, please email us at rundownwrestling at gmail.com for more information. And thank you for listening.